Spencer Sanders, take your seat on the throne and your keys to the city, dear sir. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. Yeah, Spencer Sanders steps up big time, big time. So for all of the fan base, including myself at times, that have doubted Spencer Sanders, we are all sorry. Uh, may, may I just apologize on everybody's behalf. Gunner Gunny proved that he could be He could be serviceable in need be, in times of need. But what Spencer Sanders did coming off the bench in a game that he was not supposed to play in to lead us back with just, you know, the end of the the fourth quarter to go, that's impressive. That's a a statement. That's a a big move. That's a statement move, right? That's, That's a move that gets you in. The record books. Not that you weren't going to be statistically. I'm saying mentally. When you have fans that think back to Spencer Sanders, you're going to think back to games like this. Just like we think back to Mason Rudolph's freshman year. If he doesn't come on and have the end of the season he had, we're talking about a, a completely different, I don't know, a winning record of going to bowl games consecutively that 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 season. We – we got it saved, and it allowed this streak to continue that equals the consistency that Oklahoma State has exuded in the sport of football. So it reminds you of like stuff like that. I do, however, think that no matter what side of the Spencer Sanders fence you lean to, I would say if I was a betting man, he'll be back next season. I mean, it's no secret he came back this season, right, to obviously improve his draft stock, but more importantly, win a Big 12 title. And although that is still within the woodworks, you got to think, guys, this is a crazy wild Big 12, right? So it's not a foregone conclusion that we take care of all the business in Bedlam, especially in Norman. But if you reminisce it to some degree of 2014, right, and – what Spencer came off the bench and did, it's big time, right? 9-13, 84 yards, big time Teddy. Gunner was serviceable, 5-12, 103 yards, big time 83-yard touchdown strike to John Paul Richardson, who ends up with 90 yards on three catches. Um, yeah, you know, Gunner did throw a couple picks, threw a touchdown. It was it was a mixed bag. But the the, the key for the day is the defense. Derek Mason, thank you very much, sir, for renewing the faith and the Cowboy D. Uh, it was a good adjustment, right? It's not over here like Iowa State is the, the end-all, be-all, bees knees to offensive productivity. But it was a get-right game, and we did exactly what we were supposed to do, and we did it in kind of a big-time way. The defense forcing two fumbles, getting three picks, and spreading the picks out over different players, 
and the emergence of Kendall Daniels. Even he said post-game, it slowed down a bit, right? You hear that all the time. But clearly, if you hear it a thousand times about a multitude of different sports, then it's very, very true. You just see things progress differently. And instead of seeing it progress and maybe looking at one dude, one man, one play, now you're starting to realize, all right, I got this dude on this play doing this. But behind me, I've either got a post-flag route or an in route. And it maybe gives you the ability to creep a little bit more. Because not only do you see what's happening in front of you, but now you have more knowledge and you know that there's only a couple uh, different route combinations that be, that can be coming from this side based on formation, based on how many receivers are out there, right? There's only X, you know, X amount of uh, routes in, in the book, right? 9, 10, 11 routes. So there's only a certain amount of things that you can do. And you're starting to see that a little bit, I think, out of, uh, out of Kendall Daniels. Big time get out of Beggs, Oklahoma. I think we'll be seeing his his uh, old running mate from Beggs, CJ, a little bit later on next season. I still don't think we saw enough Jaden Nixon. Um, Ollie Gordon can't have that 15-yarder, bud, right? That's, that's just, unfortunately, something that can't happen. And in a tight game, in a big situation, every, every carry matters, especially when you try to carry 35 times and you only get 57 daggone yards. You know, uh, luckily, again, Spencer was able to come in, and I don't want to hear, please, I don't, the, the, the narrative even bothers me to think that, you know, uh, Gundy is under some rapid fire because he made the wrong decision and not starting Spencer. If Spencer could play, he should have started type thing. And I don't necessarily agree on that one. And I, I think that some of the things Gundy done, does are indefensible. This is not one of them. We should have been able to beat Iowa State regardless of who's playing quarterback. And I think I think that was the thought process is, yeah, Spencer maybe can go, but he had a big tragedy happen earlier on in the week with, it, with a, a, a death in his family, a major one, right? And then he didn't practice all week. He was there, but he didn't practice. Not that that's completely foreign, but again, it's the goal is to beat Iowa State with Gunnar Gunny without having to, you know, potentially use up more of Garrett Rangel's redshirt unnecessarily and not having to put Spencer in the game so that way he'd be ready, uh, at least 85% ready physically for Bedlam. So not a bad call. What was a bad call is not getting a first down or trying for a first down in the last few minutes. That stuff's the frustrating part, right? The over-conservative, uh, extremely predictable, run it up the gut seven, eight times in a row type stuff that just, that's that that's that's what's frustrating. Because what do they do? Drive it all the way down the field. Luckily, luckily, the D stepped up big yet again, over and over and over and over today. Uh, very, very good performance. Like we, we did give up 333 yards, but the way that it was sprinkled around and the times we showed up in big moments was, was good. One for 14 on third down, that can't happen. Going ultra conservative and giving them an unnecessary opportunity, that's not that's not necessary. Like you got Spencer Sanders in there, you're flying down the field, you're letting him grip it and rip it for the most part. He's thrown pretty successfully. Like, just try, just try 
for a first down. Two first downs there at the end seals the game. No drama, right? No need to stress. No need to take extra shots of Jack Daniels. Just because Kendall Daniels is having a good game doesn't mean you as a coach need to introduce Jack Daniels to everybody out there, okay? As a fan base, that ain't fair. <laughs> but, again, Derek Mason, thank you, sir. Defense was huge. Guys, Sean Michael Flanagan had a quiet, sneaky, 10-tackle veteran game. Kendall Daniels has a 10-tackle game with a forced fumble, with a pick, all over the field. Didn't over-pursue today. Looked very, very good. Again, I don't think we saw enough Jaden Nixon. I don't think we saw enough DeAndre Jackson. Dom missed a couple big, big cutbacks. You know, not that not and not every every running back misses cutbacks. I get it, but this is the issue with Dom, right? He sees something and he goes, which is not always a bad thing. But sometimes it's just another half a yard this way, and it's a 18 yard run instead of an eight yard run, right? But which is why I, I, I like seeing a little bit more Jaden Nixon. Ollie Gordon had his opportunity. You can't have that 15-yarder, so I get him not coming back in, uh, honestly. But Jaden Nixon, come on, man. He scores. That's three, re, three receiving touchdowns in the last few games. If he can do – he's just that shifty. He, he's got that shake in him. He's got that extra gear. He's got the vision to see a little bit more. I don't know whose decision it is to keep putting out – uh, the Dom Dozer, which again we all love, but it's just it doesn't seem like we're missing something, or right? I don't know. I, I in practice, I don't know if Jaden Nixon just can't get it done, so they don't want to give him more touches. I'm not sure what the dealio is, but again, it was nice to see the D step up. Uh, big time moments. And in big-time moments, you need big-time players to step up. The defense did exactly that. And hats off, guys. Hats off, legitimately speaking. We did lose time of possession. A little frustrating. But still, 2014 W in the Big 12, you'll take it. Because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it still puts you in a position. Now, we don't control our own destiny, right? But a couple losses and a couple games go a couple ways. And bada boom, bada bing, bada bang, you're back in the Big 12 title conversation. Like, we are not statistically out of the hunt by any stretch of the imagination, especially in this wild, crazy Big 12, right? Especially in this wild Big 12, you know that just hanging on by the seat of your pants is not going to cut it. Unfortunately, I hate that we have to, I don't know, score so much that. It's just not a possibility to have the end of the game stripped away. Uh, but, you know, you, you, you take the W's that you can. It, it puts us back on track. Uh, you got a Bedlam in Norman that's obviously extremely, extremely winnable. But every game in the Big 12 is a, a wild one. So we we hopefully show up prepared. Uh, and that, that inspired, which having this level of inspiration again is good to see. I don't think this level of inspiration is going to be an issue because it's Bedlam in Norman and players like Kendall Daniels and Brendan Presley and Brock Martin, they all grew up dreaming of this game, right? That's just, that's a fact. And it was great to see people like Colin Clay have a big day. 
Yeah, Nathan Latou had a really, really good day. Sione Asi had a pretty big day. Ben Kapinski made a lot of plays. Jabbar Muhammad, he played exceptionally well, matched up against not only the best receiver in the Big 12, but legitimately one of the best receivers in the country, which is why he's most likely leading the Blitnikoff Heisman or Blitnikoff voting. Just like you, but you got Quentin Johnston over there at TCU. He's up on that level as well. Obviously, we're fairly salty. JPR had a good day. Uh, Brendan Presley was quiet and there to the end, but he had a couple big plays there at the end. Again, hats off to the defense. Mason Cobb was flying around. Uh, it was good to see Nick Martin get in there. Uh, uh, Xavier Benson uh, had a pretty sneaky seven tackles. Jason Taylor, second, was flying all over the field finally again, making some big plays, has a big pick, has seven tackles himself. It was a really good all-around defensive effort. And offensively, our line is just, it's a nightmare. We cannot, it's been proven, right? We've had plenty of time now to decide whether our O-line coach and our tight ends coach are sufficient moving forward. The answer is no, right? It's a resoundingly no. Hopefully, you know, we've got somebody waiting in the wings, I don't know exactly who we would go after. Maybe a Josh Henson type would come back home again. Maybe not, but guys, we're, we, we got to get those two areas of the field fixed. Maybe uh, Spencer Sanders coming back next year dictates what Dunn does or doesn't do. Who knows? Uh, but regardless, I think there's obviously a very, 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 very good possibility that he comes back next year. Even though we're not completely out of the Big 12 title hunt, it's not exactly what we had in mind with the amount of talent that we have. Um, injuries, they play a factor, but it, it was more inspiration and preparedness that, that were the biggest issue. They played inspired today. They played prepared today. The backups showed up big and did their job today. Uh, some of the big-time kids step, step up, did their job. Spencer Sanders comes in, takes the key to the city, this is a game he'd be remembered for. Again, just like Mason Rudolph 2014, right? He saved the season. Spencer came in and saved the season. I actually put a poll out. And last I looked, the voting was um, not heavily, but a, a little bit of a decently margin uh, voting for Spencer Sanders being the MVP. We're going to give him offensive MVP because almost equally – Kendall Daniels earned the defensive MVP. Sean Michael Flanagan, again, was quiet, 10 tackles, but a big-time veteran performance. And has a couple big-time tackles and a couple big-time moments as well. So it wasn't all fluff work. This was a, this was a good get-right game that we needed to get right, and we did. Seeing Spencer come in and do what he did at the end, right, that's it's those storybook moments. Uh, and, and again, it, it does change the trajectory a little bit because a couple ball bounce, a couple balls bounce a couple different ways, and what our season goal was still in play. If that happens, if we make it to Arlington somehow, and we rewrite that wrong, then Spencer might explore bouncing. But if we don't make it to Arlington, I would bet money that Spencer Sanders is back next season, and I think that's a, a win-win for all sides of the coin. Gary Rangel is going to be a, a good one. Zane Flores is going to be a fun prospect to develop. Gunnar Gunny's obviously always going to be somebody that does what's best for the team, 
but can come in when necessary to stem the tide and manage a situation. Defense maybe start starting to come around. Maybe Mason lighting that fire has allowed a few players to just do a little bit more. The ones that are starving to get on the field, like the Ben Kapinskis and the Nathan Latus, when they get their shot and they're called upon and they show up and they deliver, much like Cam Smith did for uh, a good chunk of games. When the young kids are being called upon, they're delivering right now. Guys, we had, our D had 72 tackles. 72 tackles. That's a good performance. No matter who you're playing against, whether it's in practice, against the scout team, doesn't matter. That was a phenomenal job by Derek Mason on the defense. That was a good response. It was good to see. Hats off to Iowa State's defense. You're as advertised. That 3-3-5 is absolutely no joke. And y'all run it to perfection because your coordinator is really one of the biggest inventors of. It's coming around. It's sprinkling itself all over. And, uh, yeah, so hats off to Iowa State. Played a good game. You have a phenomenal defense. Biggest hats off to the defense. Enjoy this one. Celebrate this one. Well, let's show up this fired up, this inspired, to just put a thump on OU. This is a season that that is a possibility. And, again, everybody just stay stay pumped up. We still have a shot at this Big 12 title thing. If we can stop this ultra-conservative crap fest every now and again and just play a little bit more like our season depends on it, like if you have the, uh, the, 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 uh, the gall to bring in Spencer Sanders knowing his hurt at the end of the game because you're playing like the season depends on it, then clearly you recognize the, the the significance of this next couple weeks. So, yeah, reports were we had our best week of practice. Uh, again, we, we played that way. Hopefully this carryover, because, again, positive carryover is a big deal. Hopefully this carryover that is going to be obviously positive is defensively uh, oriented, and this is the new, the new defense we see moving forward. If so, we're in good shape. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be another good week. It'll be hopefully another good week of preparation. It'll be another good week here on the show to get off this little couple games uh, losing streak we've been on. Not all bad. Not all bad. Um, Congrats to Gunner on on getting in there and and having a a few big time plays. Right. Uh, Managing the game enough uh, defense. Not enough you can say. Yeah, this was a uh, Jim Knowles style performance. So, again, hats off to you, sir. Hats off to the defense. Uh, thank you for everybody for voting on the poll. Spencer Sanders, where's that crown? He earned it tonight. That's for sure. Well, guys, make sure you do follow me on Twitter at All Day O State, uh, Facebook also All Day O State, and uh, keep tuning in. We'll keep putting out a lot of content tomorrow. We've got a, quite a few Cowboys uh, playing in the NFL, so that'll be fun to kind of touch on some of that, uh, get some some pre- more comps in as well. Until then, God bless. Go, folks. I love you all. I'll see you all tomorrow. <laughs>